Welcome everybody to Locked On, a Tom Clancy podcast. We are at episode 22 somehow, believe it or not. And we tonight are just Wilco and just Buttery. How you going, Buttery? Yeah, not too bad. How about yeah, yourself? Good. I'm excellent. Cal gave you this nickname just before we launched, so I'm happy to go <laughs> with it. Um, speaking of Cal, unfortunately, he has a, a night full of work to do. Um, and Whip may not be joining us as much because we've moved to a Sunday night now, and he has a lot of uni work to be done, although I just heard he got an extension, so um, not sure what's going on there, but uh, you've just got the old Butters and Wilco tonight, so uh, it's been a long week. We are getting towards the business end of the year. Um, We are only a bit over a month away from Christmas as well, so uh, thank you all for listening to us. Thank you all for putting up with us for so long. Um, we've got a couple more episodes before the end of the year. We'll have a two-week two week break over Christmas, and then we'll try and come back bigger and better next year, hopefully with some big uh, Tom Clancy news at some stage in the early year because, damn, we need it right now. Um, how, what have you been up to, Butters? Uh, not, not a lot. I've been uh, living the uh, bachelor's lifestyle the last, last few days because Claire's been out of town, so I've just been sitting back playing a heap of games. Um, well, you got really drunk the other night. That I, was good. I did, uh, or a lot of a very few few amount of games. Uh, sadly, none of them were actually Tom Clancy games. <laughs> um, That's okay. But uh, yeah, got a, got a bit of Destiny and PUBG in there. Yeah, it's also chilling out with some Stardew Valley. Well, that's always good. Nothing wrong with that at all. No. No, I'm glad you um getting that. Is that on the Switch or is that on the PC? Uh, just on PC. I haven't picked it up on Switch. Okay, no problems. I haven't even picked um, up the Switch for a while. God. Well, you've got to fix that problem. I do. That is a big problem to have. Um. Okay, and you're waiting for the Tom Clancy Stardew Valley crossover. Is that what you're waiting for? Yes, yes, hundred percent. That'd be awesome. It'd be someone make that for me, please. Yeah. Um. I myself, I've been writing, honestly. Um, this week I've pumped out four articles and two podcasts, and this will be the third one for the week technically, and if I can get time, which I doubt, I'll get a third article out tonight. Uh, sorry, a fifth one out for the week tonight, but I think I'm replying to emails all night, so we've got some big guests lined up for the other podcasts coming soon before the end of the year, um, so that's pretty cool. We don't really get guests for this show, so we probably should work on that eventually, get some um, well-known people to join us since... There's a few people out there, and they might want to, you know, talk to us about uh, Tom Clancy games. Yes, uh, we're just coming off a free weekend of Rainbow Six. Yes, um, yes, we are. So that's also big news. We miss. I missed out on playing that though. Uh, the only game I've pretty much played is Hand of Fate Two and the Game of the Year nominated PUBG. So <laughs> um, I've, I've obviously had some words to say about whether that should be nominated. And I just read an article before with. Um, the man himself, player unknown, saying that he didn't think it should be even nominated. So that's fairly good backup, I think, on my argument side. But hey, look, there you go. So I think I played that for about four hours on Friday night. Um, got three seconds and no first. Nice. So nice. I've never seen that. a circle so small, but there was three of us and no one could see each other. It was literally there was a, two rocks, a tree, and a lot of long grass, and that was all all between us. We're all prone. 
I had the the jump on him, but his mate then saw me, so they were a team of two and I was a team of one. So yes. I wish I had the, the SMG because I think I would have melted him, but I had the shotgun, so I had to get a little uh, bit closer range. Yeah, so yeah, that, that'll do it every time. Yeah, I thought I was going pretty good, but yeah, obviously not. And then there was another one we we had me and Pez, uh, two of the last four, and we ended up both dying unfortunately that we had the high ground and we still lost so and then i killed pez later on so oh yep as you do yeah then we rage quit and and left so yeah we got pez on the podcast on the mega cast on tuesday night as well so if you are interested in hearing from that lovely man from you game bro join us well not live but join us when the podcast drops later on that week so check out the mega cast on uh the itunes and the stitches and all the other places so that'll be some good stuff. Um, nice. Do you want to talk about some controversy this week, or we'll just get into the gaming? Uh, can talk about the controversy, I guess. You sure? I haven't yeah. told you about this yet. Um, see, I've got a theory, and I came up with this on stream on Friday night, so bear with me. Uh, everyone's obviously talking about Star Wars Battlefront 2, which is not a Tom Clancy game. <laughs> um, they're talking about the progression system. Now, I mentioned to Skill Up on Twitter the other day that progression system that i don't like in star wars battlefront 2 is extremely similar to the progression system that is in rainbow six siege in a way where where you have unlocked you have heroes or sort of like characters to, operators to unlock um and that you have to grind to unlock them as well plus you unlock mods but i, I guess the big difference is the mods aren't really shifting the the like making you op or anything like that i guess no, it's not and you can't really buy those mods well you can i guess with the um with gold uh no uh so when you're, you're buying mods for your weapons in rainbow six has to be with renown it's, it's with renown uh and it yeah. doesn't really do much other than maybe no. if you attach a handle to the front of your gun it reduces the spread yeah. but it, it's not like the star wars ones where it is purely Hey, you get bonus recovery with this card for this weapon, or you get bonus health, uh, mm. stuff like that. So, um, I, I guess that's one of the big differences. And the other one I sort of said was, I guess um, Star Wars characters are a little bit more. Um, we feel a bit more ownership on them, I guess, because they are real characters that everyone's grown up with and love. Yes. Um, oh, the where Rainbow, Rainbow Six, Six operators are sort. Yeah, they're, they're the, characters throughout the Rainbow Six series. So if you yeah if siege is your first one it's like yeah yeah they don't don't really mean much to you. yeah and he mentioned he he felt the grind wasn't as bad in Rainbow Six as what the what everyone's experiencing in Battlefront I guess so no, um, no you don't have to play forty hours to unlock uh, two characters yeah, <laughs> yeah see but we, we they have changed that and like oh, having this with Benson during the week that apparently there's people out that have unlocked all characters at 50 hour mark um okay which I, I believe that but then it's from what i've watched the videos there's a lot of other stuff that you have to unlock on the side and because of the random nature of the loot crate set mm. i guess that's the other difference like the loot crates you get in rainbow six you you're getting cosmetic stuff yeah, yeah. um yeah you get cosmetics or uh only so it's like weapon skins uh possibly mm. Uh, lower chance of getting like uniforms and all that sort of stuff. So nothing that's actually yeah, so, changing the game. Yeah. So the 
the the other thing with the mods is you actually do purchase what you want um, to upgrade your weapons in, in Rainbow Six, where you have to rely on the luck of the draw. Um, and as people were saying in videos that I've seen, you, you get an upgrade for a class that you're just not using. Mm-hmm. And this happens a lot in Sales Battlefront 2, which makes that grind even longer. But um, it's the closest thing I could find. And just because it fell into the Tom Clancy wheelhouse, I thought that we could at least have a have a discussion on that because I have wanted to actually have a proper discussion on it eventually. Um, yeah. Well, it, it does have its similarities in that, yeah, you, you have to play the game to hmm. unlock the characters, but there are characters that you can unlock with real money or you put in yes. in the effort to get them. Uh, yep. I'm the person that buys the yearly season pass. season pass for the game because... I see it as okay. There, uh, like, there's no paid DLC throughout the year, so it's like that one payment to go. Hey, I still like your product. I'm still playing it. I bought the the year two pass or the year three pass, uh, and I it's giving them the way I see it is the money for that yearly DLC, which I'm happy with. But with, yeah, Star Wars, it's a whole other thing. Yeah, Star Wars Battlefront 2 definitely is a whole different thing. So mm-hmm. um, I almost prefer when they had the season pass for Battlefront 1, but obviously the big issue there was um, splitting of player base. Yeah. So yeah, I, I can understand a... why they got rid of it, but how they've made up for it is probably not the best yeah. way to do it. Yeah, see, they could have just about copied, I guess, completely um, Rainbow Six Siege. But see, I've also said, though, I don't think they should use heroes as as what you unlock for the game. I think that they should be using the weapons, um, different costumes and everything else like that, that that's what you, and, and have an RPG almost set up to yeah. the classes and, and the heroes themselves. And like I, Destiny, where you unlock different nodes to a, a skill tree. Yeah. I, I did quite like like the unlocking of stuff from the last Battlefront that they did. Uh, so it was, you can unlock the different weapons as you go through and as you earn the coin rather than, oh, I'm going to unlock Darth Vader with this coin. Yeah. But also the fact that you they should, um, you got to know what you're unlocking like that's that's the thing. Give the people a choice, and from all the reviews I've read and watched online, it's um, hey, I want to unlock this, but I've got to wait for it to randomly appear, or I've got to craft this. I've got to wait for the items of that to randomly appear, and it's just you've got you're just playing the game and hoping for the best. Where there's no, there's a few things you unlock by getting like 500 kills and stuff like that, but yeah, a lot of it's luck, which is not mm-hmm. fun, but. Yeah, look, it's a Tom Clancy podcast. I guess we should probably talk about Tom Clancy <laughs> stuff. We, we did. It was related. It was. That, it was. That is the main thing. We tied so, it in there. Um, yeah. Look, I want to. I haven't got the division installed at the moment because I, I did some um, mucking around on my PCs, obviously, to get this beautiful two PC stream set up that mm-hmm. doesn't really work too well at the moment. But um, <laughs> I've got that there and. 
I'm, I'm half tempted to reinstall get ready for 1.8 because all the stuff i'm hearing like it's the stuff that i want to hear um but i know i'm going to get in there and i'm going to be disappointed but um i want to try the new underground stuff and i'm pretty excited to try the new horde mode and um just try some of that solo um or get the boys mcdad and last wave into it um and even cal if i can drag his butt along but he's he's pretty cut by the division i think so i will talk about it probably a little bit more later in the news but it really feels like they're winding up the division at the moment like this is 1.8 is the end and, yeah um it, it is seeming that way because there's really not a lot of stuff that's coming out nah in regards to it and like they've just moved hamish has taken a back backward step in the far as the community management goes you, you don't hear much of yannick um looks like they're probably getting ready to move hamish onto something else uh whether it's avatar or something else that they've got coming up but um yeah and like ubisoft's just we've just heard in the last probably 48 hours that vivendi's released a statement in their um financials to say that they're not looking at purchasing any more of ubisoft stock for the next six months so that pretty much gives gives them a six month break on on the hostile takeover situation and 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 ubisoft saying that they're sort of pushing harder into some of their older franchises like far cry like they look like they're almost doing a far cry a year soon they've got another 50 employees that they've hired up to and um one of the studios is now working on far cry where they went before so yep um is that new far cry out now no no it's february it's um early new year but looks looks good and i'll hopefully be having words to ubisoft before then and try and get a a review code eventually because that's one of the ones i'm sort of looking forward to next year although we will wait and see everything at the moment is Anything with a publish attached to it is a very much a wait and see situation yes. at the moment for yes, me. Um, uh, that's why a lot of my content has moved to indie content. Um, so, or stuff that's already out that we know what what sort of thing is. I just was speaking of skill up again. I was I was reading his little nineteen page tweet that he sent out before, <laughs> um, saying that he's basically the first question. He, he's not going to be hyping up games anymore. Not going to be question, asking the questions that he usually asks, like, um, you know, what's in the game, co-op and all this other stuff. The first question he'll always ask someone if they want him to talk about their game is, how are you monetizing this game? If you can't tell us, don't worry about I'm not covering this game, basically. So, Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and, like, it seems to be a big change, a big shift in the industry. And I, as as far as Ubisoft's going, I don't mind the way they're doing it. Like I said, Mm. Rainbow Six feels good. Um, I can play the game paying that base price that I and paid for it however long ago and yeah, not have still, to You've still pay got more. access to everything. you just got to put that little bit yeah. of extra effort in to get it. That's basically. it. And like Wildlands, I can't even remember. I know there was stuff. I think in the PvP they introduced loose crates, but I didn't haven't played the PvP, so I'm not sure. I think... Yeah, Wildlands I tried to jump into it and it crashed out on me, so I'm like, okay, yeah. I'll just go play something else. <laughs> from what we hear, the server sizes, like from what Cal said and what we've heard from from a few others, that the that's just not there. There's the community's just not there. Um, but yeah, so look, there's they're doing it okay. Assassin's Creed apparently was not too bad. It still had it in there, but yeah, it, um, it had. Uh, I'm currently doing a playthrough of Assassin's Creed and there is things in there where it's like, oh really guys, come on. 
but it's... yeah, I think you can buy like a unicorn and stuff like that. I heard. Yes, and yes. the only that Unicorns. the problem with that is the only way you can get those items is by paying for them. You can't unlock them in the game or, yeah. at all. So that I have a little bit of an issue with, but. But it's like, I'll, if you really want to have a goddamn unicorn, then sure, <laughs> give them the, what, $3 or whatever it's going to be to unlock yeah, them. But, but still. But the thing is, as well, it's, it's, you're not getting a random drop. You're buying... Yeah, you are buying it, which is, that's that's the upside. Um, it, it was the same thing I had with H1Z1, is those keys to open the, those crates. You can't get any other way but paying money for them, and that is on the nose, mm-hmm. especially when it's a... It's a gamble on what you're going to get out of it. So, but at least you can sell them for real money. That's true. That um, true. Yeah. So, we're, we're really starved for some Tom Clancy news at the moment, to be honest. Like, Rainbow Six, all this stuff that's already out is is still pumping along. But I want to hear some new stuff from the franchise. That's what I'm waiting for. Like, we haven't had anything mm. since they announced Wildlands, which, and that's 18 months ago now. It is um, two. It is two. Yeah. So, yeah. that's been a while. It's been a long time, and I've just got a stat here for you. We're going to do, um, let's do, what's his name? Sam Fisher Watch, okay? <laughs> so it's right now we're currently 50 months since Splinter Cell Blacklist launched. That's the last time we saw Sam Fisher. So um, to months. give you a bit of an idea, that's a lot of numbers after 13 no, 134 million seconds um, and 1,552 1, days ago. So hmm. that's a long time between Sam Fishers. And this is something, thank you, Blue Shark, for me to he <laughs> talk to me about about doing a uh, Sam Fisher watch each week and find out where, where he is and what's going on and why we haven't seen him. But that's a long time. That is a very long time. 50 months. Like, technically, he came out at the end of last generation. So it missed this generation. And if Ubisoft and everyone else, the way they're talking, that we're talking about two years before we start hearing and probably seeing PlayStation 5 and whatever the new Xbox is, hmm. like we could go a whole generation with no Sam Fisher. We could. That's that, worrying. That would that would actually be a bit sad because they are good single-player stealth games. So There's your problem, isn't it? The, um, Ubisoft hasn't shied away from the single player experience, though. So no, that's a weird thing. Like, and it's such a bankable franchise. I would have thought so. Like, it's been around forever, and I'm I'm curious yeah, as it's... to when we get our next fucking Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had the division, which sort of worked because that was that was similar idea where they went in a different direction they'd never gone before. It was a new franchise, so. Um, that's a big step for them. Um, the last two before that, which was Hawks and End War, didn't really take off and were pretty slammed. They were, yeah. So for them, for them to actually um, go for the division again was good. So we might even see a new entry into the franchise, but yeah. possibly. I mean, there was a two uh, two year gap between Blacklist and Siege, so. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Had a, a Tom Clancy game every year for three years, basically. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's why I thought we were going to, like, of, you've heard before, I, I, I thought we were going to get Splinter Cell this March, but mm. um, obviously that's not going to happen now. Uh, they're getting putting Far Cry in there instead. So, yes. Hmm. 
So it's a, it's a strange spot to be a Tom Clancy fan, and I really do want to go back if I get some downtime in the new year and play Blacklist because I only got a little bit way through it because, like I said, it was the end of the generation. I'd moved on. Um, I had shiny new toys to play with, and then I had Blacklist sitting there, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, I want to, but I'm not going to. Yeah. So, well, there was um, a, um, a five-year gap between uh, the last Ghost Recon and the current one, so... Yeah, I don't expect... I'd, the only thing I could expect on Ghost Recon would be if they announced an overhaul of that map and an expansion, which I just can't see them doing. That's a huge map. It is. Um, unless they... Oh, I'd still like them to do either the Battle Royale or a... Um, what's the Red Dead Redemption where they change the whole thing into zombies and stuff? That'd be awesome, like yeah. Nightmare type thing. But that's not going to happen in a Tom Clancy universe. They're just flat not going to happen. Um, I just can't see how else they can do it unless they do a season... Year 2 season pass for it in March, which theoretically they could possibly do, add, could. add a whole lot more missions. But... Um, they could even sort of uh, drop, a, not so much a standalone, but like a completely separate DLC that takes you to somewhere else. Yeah, just a smaller map, so like seven, six or seven provinces, rather than the the massive amount they had in in the first one. So yeah, um, I'd I'd like to see some news in the next three months. Like, not I don't I'd hate to wait to E three and then still get nothing. That would, and, would um, suck. Yeah, but hopefully there's something coming soon. But Let's get into the news because we've got a lot to talk about as far as Rainbow Six goes. It's been a big, yes, big week for yes. Rainbow Six. So. so, Josh, Rainbow Six Siege has un- unveiled the new operators, the new um, season, yes. uh, or new operation. Give us some more on what's going on there. Yeah, so uh, being that it's the Pro League Finals this weekend, uh, that uh, signals the end of the current operation, uh, and they start dealing out information based on the upcoming operation, which usually drops the Tuesday, Wednesday afterwards, but it looks like it might be uh, the Tuesday, Wednesday of next week instead. Yep. Uh, So... Right, uh, leading up to it, we got to see the new Polish operate, uh, operator, uh, Zofia. Yep. Uh, who is the attacker that we missed out on because of Operation Health. Um, uh, and yep. they've actually released the full information page for Zofia, uh, including uh, their loadout, uh, their speed and armor rating so there are two speed two armor uh attacker uh u- utilizing an lmg e and an m762 as their primary weapons uh the unique ability that zofia will have is a grenade launcher that uses two different types of ammunition mm-hmm. so similar to capital's crossbow using two different types of crossbow bolt uh so uh, zofia is using a impact grenade as one of her ammunition types as well as a concussion grenade similar to that of Ella's sneaky little uh, concussion grenades that she carries around so yeah there's uh there's that one there's I'm gonna say this completely wrong uh <laughs> go for it new new operator uh Dekaibi, 
who was the Korean 707th. I'm sure that was perfect. It wasn't. Uh, so they're the, <laughs> the Korea, Korean attacker. Cool. Uh, there's not a lot of information on them. Uh, there is info on the weapons that they'll use. Uh, so she'll have an MK-14 EBR marksman rifle and the Bosg 12-2 shotgun as their primary and a C-75 auto or an SMG-12 as their secondary. Uh, what isn't known is exactly what their special ability is going to be, but it seems like everything's pointing towards her being able to cause uh, defenders uh, tech. So like... Uh, their special things and whatnot to emit sound so that she knows where it is. Yep. Uh, so, and then we've got the Korean defender who is called Vigil. Uh, mm-hmm. Now his special ability is going to be an interesting one because during all the Reddit leaks and all that that came up and pretty much everything up into Vigil has been confirmed. So he's going to pretty much have the ability to be invisible to drones. Oh. So a drone will come into the room. If he's using his ability, it won't be able to see him. Or he's just a mobile jammer. It'll be one of the two. Yep. Okay. Uh, and he's using pretty much the same weapons as the Kaibi, uh, except he's also got a K1A SMG rather than the marksman rifle. So how would they justify that not being able to see him? Would it just jam the the signal, or would he I, be some kind of camo? Or I don't know. It could be uh, adaptive camo, some sort of adaptive camo that only affects the drones. Uh, so he's not able yeah. to go invisible, but he looks like he's got a jammer on the back of his yeah okay. uh, chest piece. So it's it's yeah. either he's going to be a mobile jammer. Uh, so if he's up against a window and someone's trying to breach, they're not going to be able to. Or yep. Uh, yeah, it just causes the the drones to not see him while they're in the yeah, room. Yeah, I'd like the first option there. Or um, not be able to, to uh, target him so much. Like maybe yeah. maybe Predator sort of looks a little bit off. There's something there, but I can't do anything yeah. about that. I'd like the gameplay that would come around him being a mobile jammer so you mm. could basically push him forward in defense and... Um, yeah, it'll be Block. be interesting once they've actually released the full character profile for for him, so that we can yeah. get an idea of what it is he's going to be able to do. But uh, during the pro leagues, they they generally have an exhibition match where they show off the new map, which is yeah. there's info out there on it, but I haven't actually been able to find anything, uh, or at least nothing on the Ubisoft site regarding it. Uh, it's, a little, yeah. it's a little bit hidden, but basically it's similar to uh, the tower that we got. Oh, wait, no, there is there is a thing here. My bad. It's called Kiok. Uh, Mok Miok. Well done. Yep. Uh, and again, <laughs> it doesn't go into a full thing of it, but basically it's about four or five levels in the top floor of a tower. Uh, and you've got like little little bits that you can lean over and shoot at people like three floors below you and all that sort of stuff. So it's going to be a very interesting map to get onto. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're showing that off at the finals along with the new operators as well. So there might be some video on Twitch 
you'd be able to find out where they're uh, mm-hmm. playing some games on the new map with the new operators. <coughs> there should be. Yes. And yeah, so as I was saying, Pro League Finals are on this weekend. I haven't actually been able to sit down to watch any of it. Aren't you in it? No, no. I, um, oh, damn. I Sorry. Unfortunately, I, I just missed out. Uh, damn it. Next time. We, we, we see the usual... Uh, Usual teams that we usually see, like Penna Sports, Infamy, uh, Ents, Team Font, uh, going for the uh, the 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 big win. I think is two hundred seventy five thousand. Oh, nice! That'd be handy. I'll take some of that. And if you've, oh yeah, here it is, two hundred seventy five thousand. Uh, so total prize pool for this uh, this final is five hundred thousand. And if you've managed to, uh get top spot in all of the year two uh, tournaments you've got yourself a nice uh 1.25 million i'll have a bit of that yeah no problems that give me some that would be very nice <laughs> mm, definitely uh but also the last thing for rainbow six is as we mentioned before it's currently in its free weekend uh probably if you're listening to this it's not but as we recorded it is uh, and it's yep. up for sale on the Ubisoft store for fifty percent off for the next two days. So, uh, two days and twelve Get hours. In. So you can yeah. pick up the complete edition for sixty four dollars, or the starter edition, which I think is pretty much the standard edition. But there's something less. I don't know. It's a slower, uh, longer grind. Yeah, you get you a actually, longer grind. You actually. Yeah. Keep- yeah, it's actually less renown and stuff per game, okay. from what I understand. Uh, yeah, so you can get yeah. the starter one for $10 or the standard edition for 30 I'd always recommend getting that standard. How the, 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 yeah, standard over the starter. Yes. yes. 100%. Or if you um, like yeah. me, you just buy the complete edition, you get everything. Yeah. Um, Black Friday sales already starting on Ubisoft, are yes. they? Yes, yes. Uh, so really good? for this week... Uh, they're, they're running through doing their, their Black Friday specials. Uh, there's Nothing on Assassin's Creed yet? I believe, uh, yes, it's 17% off for the next seven days. Ooh, wow. Yes. No, thank you. <laughs> it's okay. actually not bad. Still yeah, but not that. I, I just, I need it cheaper than that, to be mm. honest. Um yeah, so the division, hey? Um, yeah, so I wasn't able to find a lot on the division, but yeah, no, PTS is wrapped up. Yep. Um, there's not a lot happening. We we expect to be getting fairly close to a 1.8 date release at the moment. Uh, the last state of the game. They said it is it is close, but still not something they can give us. Um, I'd be looking at that first week of December. Yep. If I'm a betting man. Um, so probably two weeks away. But, yeah, there's not a lot happening at the moment. Like we said, I think they're shifting. I think yeah. 1.8 is going to wrap it up. I don't think there'll be a 1.9. Um, and I think they're ready to sort of say this is the year two content done and that is it until we have the Division 2. So I th- think that'll probably be our next actual announcement in the Tom Clancy universe, unfortunately. Um, will be... But see, I wanted to have. We're running over time, and I wanted to have a discussion about where they could set the division two and how they could do it as a story compared to the division one. But mm. we'll have to do that in another episode coming up, especially when Cal's here because he's more of the division expert than I am. Yes. So, or than you are anyway. 
Um, and yeah, the so Division is on sale in the Ubisoft store for 60% off. It is. At the moment. Pick it up, maybe. Like, this is honestly the best time to get into it because mm-hmm. it's got so much content there for that price. Um, however, you probably do need to get the Gold Edition so you can get the extra game uh, modes. Yeah, so it, the Digital Gold includes the Season Pass, whereas the, the yeah. Standard One's just the base game. Yeah, like, and it annoys me that they're not giving away that season pass for free these days, to be honest, because it's it's a year old content. Yeah. Um, so for an extra, I think it's twenty dollars. Uh, yeah, you get the gold edition. It's so. worth it. You get you get survival underground, um, the extra incursions. Uh, there's the other game mode, Last Stand, as well. Yes. Oh, pretty sure that's part of it. Uh, sure. I believe so. Because yeah, you, so you season look, pass, so you'll. You'll get if you want to play with your mates, especially with what's happening with 1.8, where they're redoing underground. Um, you want to get the season pass, yes. But so, yeah, yeah look, can confirm season pass includes last stand, yeah. So, look, that's it for the division mainly at the moment. We'll hopefully in the next week or two have some lot more to talk about on that, and um, yeah, pretty keen to get some impressions of 1.8 when it finally drops. Yes, but other than that, some ghost recon wildlands, which. I also fear that at the end of its cycle already, mm. um, as we were saying before. Although so. something that surprised me is when I was looking at uh, what news was out there is they've released a roadmap for Ghost War. Yeah, which this is interesting considering that there's probably, I don't think many people playing it. No. Uh, so they're planning on doing a total of six updates for it. Uh, so running, yep. I think, update one. New modes. Yep. That new modes is exciting me because that could be Battle Royale. Yes. Uh, so... Not not as big as Battlegrounds. I'm thinking probably a thirty or forty people yeah, one, maybe. maybe. Uh, but yeah. that could be the whole server. That the whole player base could just get in at once. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so updates are once a month planned. So that could get, yeah get moved around and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, they are planning uh, new maps, new modes, new classes. Uh, we've also got a ranked mode in there. So it'd be interesting to see if they do. A battle royale style mode, um, yeah, it'd be good. But I don't. I'm not going to hold up, Brett. No, um, we could get a Tom. No, not even a Tom Clancy. We just get a. Honestly, you'll probably see a Far Cry battle royale, just a standalone Far Cry game that's just battle royale. That could be interesting on an island. You drop into an island and away you go. Because they did say, I think the next one they want to return to its roots, which would be technically an island. Mm-hmm. Um, an island mm. in nondescript South Pacific seas or something. Yeah, and and that's it. You got the whole island, to, and but you'd they'd have they'd work out something to bring everyone together in the center, whether it's wild animals or something like that, or or an enemy force or just bombing raids, something like yeah. that. But yeah, that's way off topic again. I've got <laughs> this addiction for battle royale and everything. Like I, I convinced everyone that we should have it in Star Wars, and that's what would save the game. Everyone would be playing it. Um, now, that would be an interesting would, thing because uh, even then, like, because I I heard through the Discord that uh, you're like, oh, they could get pushed in with droids or something like that. But yeah, that's some, something that the uh, that blue shield from PUBG wouldn't be out of place in either. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I guess. Or, or just, it's yeah. on a ship that's slowly got sectors shutting down. Yeah, it could work as yeah. well. But um, oh, look, anything could work, and I think it would save it because everyone. Imagine how many people would actually physically buy that game. 
compared yeah. to how many people are going to buy it right now. And and then the it would be all over this uh, Twitch and YouTube, and that's everything. Anything everyone will be talking yeah. about. So, oh, you never know. Maybe maybe they will do something like that. If they're smart, they will. But I don't think they're smart, to be honest. They're, from they're, what we've seen so far, I think far. they're a bit too smart. Yeah, they're business smart, not game yeah. smart. Um, but that would make business sense. Make perfect business sense. Mm. Anyway, um. Let's close this thing out. We've we've got a little bit of recording there to, to make into a, a podcast. Yes, so. yes, we do. Um, yeah. What are you excited for, man? What's coming up? Um, not a lot coming up. I'm just excited to I'll probably pick up the division, actually, uh, seeing that it was 60% off. That was a bit of a shock, yeah. to be honest. It's a good price. Yeah. Uh, so, Like I said, it's the best time to get it because you get so much content. Yeah. Um, and if you do get it on PC, let me know. We'll... Oh, PC, yeah. I've already got a full character. I was going to say I'll, I'll run through my character with you, but that's a PS4 character I've got to run through. Yes, I'll, I'll yeah, probably that. pick that up before yeah. their, their sale ends because, yeah, literally Gold Edition is 140 normally. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, definitely. Can't, can't go wrong. It's way overpriced. It should not be recommended retail for a game that's two years no. old. Uh, but other than that, I honestly don't know what I'm looking forward to. Just getting back in playing some games i've actually been watching mm-hmm. an arc survival evolved series on youtube that's kind of making me want to play that again oh, i so want to do a series of that because i think it'd be fun mm. but i don't have the time it's it, yeah it's a, a lot of effort yeah it's a lot of video editing a lot of scripting but eh, one day yeah, maybe i want to do a series I, I try i started i started a couple different ones but never got past episode one because I just couldn't get the time. Yeah, uh, just couldn't. I've started a few series in my my time on YouTube. And yeah, they just sort of fizzle out towards the end. I'm like, oh well. Yeah. Also, doesn't help. That yeah, I wasn't well, getting anyone watching them, so it's it's all good. That sort of doesn't help either. So yeah. Anyway, um, what am I looking for? Do we got some big guests to round the year out on the Super Hype Train and Mega Cast? Yeah. So we like to say we've got Mega Cast. We've got Pez locked in. Uh, I've got Gil from Odd Gods, uh, sorry, from In Between Worlds, who is making Odd Gods. He's going to be coming on before the year's out. We've got our end of the year, game of the year, sort of marathon episode. Um, as for Super Hype Train, we've got Damsel tomorrow night. Um, we've got uh, Timothy from Cardboard Keep, who is making Witch Thief uh, in two to three weeks' time, I think it is, the 4th of December episode. Nice. Uh, we've got Sprike. Uh, got a member from that coming on. Um, I think we've got Meredith from, or someone from Meredith uh, from Ultimus talking about Paperball Panic. I might even get her on the Mega Cast. We'll see what happens. I've, she's got to get back from Japan. I'll talk to her then. Um, and Rumu has said they want to be on, um, where they're just really busy at the moment. And also, I've got Dylan from um, One Rat Studios making Elden. He's He's happy to come on probably the mega cast before the year's out, but we've just got to jot down what episodes we've got left and when we can fit them all in. So lots of big guests coming to our other podcasts. Yeah. So definitely nice. follow them. Uh, a lot of indie, Australian indie devs uh, coming to the fore. So that's good. Um, other than that, like I've got to play some Witch Thief. I've got it there on Steam. I've got a key for that. I've got to play Eye of Aura. Eye of Aura. Um, which is a sort of a point-and-click puzzle adventure that I got a key for at PAX as well. Uh, I'm playing the Sprite demo. I'm trying to get better at that. 
which is hard. Oh, that, that game is uh, brutal. Yeah, and I've got to finish Hand of Fate 2 as well. I really do. Um, but look, I've got heaps of articles up at the moment on uh, on ultrasubmega.com.au. Go check them out. I just put up my two uh, sort of interviews with the people from Wargaming about Total War Arena and um, World of Tanks nice. slash a little bit of World of Warships. I uh, just talked to them uh, about free-to-play. It was just some interesting stuff I learned about the, the trouble of bringing big, massive free-to-play games to the market where, especially in Australia, you've got a client over 50 gigabytes. Mm. Um, you can't just say, hey, it's free-to-play, just download it now and play. Like, yeah, that's, play it in a week, so that's some people's bandwidth. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but it's an interesting read. Go check them out. Especially Total War Arena. It looks really good. And Josh is man, he's a passionate guy. Um, so shout out to Josh Williams. He's um, he really made me understand why Creative Assembly is so good at what they do with people like that working there. So, well, the Total War series has um, always been one of my oh, favourites, to be honest. Yeah, and as I said in the thing, it's sort of the one that's gone by the wayside for me lately because I just don't have time for long, long campaigns, and it's probably the thing I regret most about leaving behind out of all the game series I leave behind. So Total War Arena fits well into that because it's multiplayer, it's online, and they're, sh- they're not short battles, but they're they're not hour-long. Oh, sorry, five, 50 to 100-hour-long campaigns. Mm. They're, you know, half-hour, 25-minute battle sort of That's things. Um, yeah, so and it's 10v10, so you pick three units um, with up to 100 warriors in each unit, and you sort of take them onto the field with your other five, other four um players and battle against the other five nice. players and sort of see the maps are huge man the maps are yeah, massive. i'm looking at it now i've um, got thermopylae yeah uh marathon rubicon god damn yeah no look and it's it's definitely something i'll get into i think it's about what nine or ten maps there already and it's in beta still mm-hmm. so um yeah check it out like it, it's free to play model but it's the, the war gaming model so you can buy premium time to increase your your gains from end of game rewards and you also can then buy premium units as well mm-hmm. so and he's yeah it's all in the article go check it out I want, i'm not going to read the whole article <laughs> to you from my head right now it's a waste of time because i want you to read it um, and then also we had uh my impressions of odd gods and my sort of half impressions half semi-review of um, Hand of Fate 2 went up during the week as well, so go check all them out. Um, that is about it. You can find me at Wilco's Jewel Zone on Twitter and Twitch mainly at the moment. Uh, where can the people find you, Josh? Uh, you can find me at Mr. Buttersocks on Twitter or just if you want to play some Tom Clancy games with me, Buttersocks with a zero uh, and an X mm-hmm. on the end. Uh, so... Yep. Butter spelt normally S zero X on you play, and I will probably play some games with you. Not butter sucks, by the way. It's butter. Yes, I did try to change that to Mister Butter Socks, but uh, my Xbox account has <laughs> stolen that one from me. <laughs> Bastard! <laughs> so I've got to figure out how to okay. combine those two together. Cool. So we'll hopefully be back next week with Cal joining us as well, if you can find the time to join us. He's a busy, busy man, but um. If uh, you're playing Tom Clancy games at the moment, enjoy, and hopefully we'll have some big news coming for you soon about Splinter Cell. Gee, I hope so, anyway. Um, But that's been it for this week. Uh, Keep it locked on, and we'll catch you next week. Bye now. Time to pack it up. My work is done.